Hello and welcome to Over the Air Christian Podcast. Today I am starting a four-part Bible series on family. This series is made possible by Hosanna Church from Montreal, Canada. To find out more about Hosanna Church or to visit on a Sunday morning for worship, you can see the information in this episode's uh, podcast notes. There will be more details in there. Family is a very special kind of relationship that lasts for a lifetime. We often feel a loyal affection towards our family with a desire to share and pass on the, a very special joy we have in knowing Jesus as our personal Lord and Savior. And that's a great burden to have, to live life loving Christ and be loved by Christ together within the family. Jesus personally visited and ministered to families, fathers and mothers, sons and daughters, between brothers and sisters and relatives alike, all together. In this short series, we look at four different times Jesus ministered to families from the four Gospels of the Bible. From the Gospel of Matthew, chapter 9, verse 2, it says this, And just then, some people were carrying a paralyzed man lying on a bed. When Jesus saw their faith, he said to the man who was paralyzed, Take heart, son, your sins are forgiven. So to this person, Jesus had three things to say. He said, take heart, son, your sins are forgiven. We'll take a minute to receive each of the three things Jesus has said. He said, take heart, son, your sins are forgiven. This was the very first time in all of the entire New Testament Bible where Jesus addressed someone as son. Uh, depending on what translation you read from, it may say, my son or my child. By calling him son, Jesus established one very important thing. Jesus extends God's love as a father would, like, as like a parent. Jesus extended God's fatherly love to this man by calling him son. From this expression alone, we can see Jesus demonstrated a family kind of love coming from God the Father in heaven above. Jesus would later tell his disciples, whoever has seen me has seen the Father, because Jesus is divinely united with the Father in heaven. Christ is in the Father, and the Father is in Christ. No one can come to God the Father unless it is through Jesus himself. And for this person to meet Jesus, it is as though he himself met with the Father in heaven. So it's not strange at all that Jesus said to him, Son, this man isn't a stranger to Jesus. In the eyes of God, this man was a son and a child to God. Only parents of a family get to call their own children son or daughter. It's an incredibly special word, a word that should be used often. It comes as simple as calling to children by using that word, son, daughter. And that invokes all sorts of feelings and emotions that come with the family relationship. Just like a parent who always remembers the first time a child say Papa or Mama, there isn't names needed to be spoken. Just by simply calling Papa, Mama, or sons, daughters, it rekindles celebration of life, memories of joy, and the life-giving joy. Parents get to call their own children so simply as sons and daughters, with a heart that always harbors such a delicate affection as Jesus would with the love of a father. 
When Jesus called to this paralyzed man, no name was given. It is not as though Jesus didn't or couldn't know the man's name if he wanted. The way Jesus called him son welcomes him, fully recognizing and affirming this profoundly intimate relationship as father and mother would have with sons and daughters. And I think Jesus wanted the man to know that, to feel that even. When this paralyzed man arrives at Jesus, that's how Jesus called him. Jesus was ready to accept him and receive him solely on the basis of him being a son in the name of God. And he openly, Jesus openly displays this fatherly, familial affection intimately, even as others are looking on in the whole house or in the streets. Jesus displayed that love very openly. When you're in trouble, you're not just anyone in trouble. You are our son and daughter to God who is in trouble, and Jesus receives you readily. Every man, woman, child needs to know in Jesus Christ that love of the Father that is ready and always available for them. Parents, bask in the love of your heavenly Father so that you may also give love that comes from above to your children and families. Anyone can come to the Father in heaven through Jesus. God, He is the inexhaustible starting point. Come to the Father in heaven through Jesus. To give the gospel to our family, we have to know and love Jesus closely, so that as your children and families know your love, they may also know the love of your Father in heaven also. And that's what Jesus said. Take heart, son. Your sins are forgiven. Before Jesus called him son, Jesus said something else to the paralyzed man. First he said, take heart. Son, take heart. As in, hang in there. Stand strong. Keep it together in your heart. Take heart, son. And with such a fatherly love from heaven, Jesus addressed to the heart. Take heart. Keep it strong there. In life, it is the heart that takes our feelings high and low. When life is well and good, full of everything that is good, your heart will tell it to you. When life becomes awful and difficult, your heart will tell you too. About one quarter of all the Psalms in the Bible contains the expression, my heart. According to the Psalms, Proverbs, and even Book of Job, my heart faints, my heart trembles, my heart melts like wax, my heart can be glad, my heart fears the Lord, my heart does not fear the enemy. My heart searches, my heart extols and worship, my heart leaps for joy, my heart, my heart does wonders to me which no one else could do. And Jesus was quick to say and to this paralyzed man, whom he regards as a son, take heart. As gentle as Jesus calls him son with a fatherly love, he is just as sensitive to the distress inside the heart of his sons and daughters. That's the family love that Jesus demonstrated. From the Father's love and without delay, Jesus cheered him on at the heart. The love of Jesus from Heavenly Father is quick to cheer for sons and daughters when they are in trouble. For Jesus to heal this man, it wasn't just a science project or a medical procedure. Jesus didn't ignore his feelings. Jesus did not simply does his wonder to prove something for everyone to see and then be on his way. No, no, no. Even though this man was paralyzed in the body, Jesus cheered him on in the heart. 
I can say that this man was already lifted in his spirits before the fact. Upon hearing this from Jesus, for such a son to receive this tender love from the mighty Savior, teacher and prophet, preacher and a healer, of whom all the towns and villages had already heard so much about by that time, about Jesus. And of all people, Jesus, Son of God himself, called him, Son, take heart, be strong there, be cheered on. Jesus cared for the hearts of his sons and daughters. Sons and daughters, mothers and fathers, all need the love of Jesus. An abundant life is full of God's love to face paralyzing perils, hardships, grievances, confusion, sometimes just unexplainable sense of feeling lost. These are all the things that can happen, even happen in families, in between families, away from families by themselves, who knows? An abundant life is full of God's love to face paralyzing perils. And these are all the things that your heart will tell you about. They are all the situations that need the gospel love of Jesus, the cheering gospel of Jesus, from the love of our Heavenly Father to cheer us on. There's many forces at work that could paralyze men or women, sons and daughters, that spiritually immobilize a person so that they are unable to come closer to God on their own strength. That's why this man was carried. Uh, Be they paralyzed out of guilt, or full of shame, or for fear of punishment, or because of mistakes or failures or uncertainties. Maybe you or someone you know may even wander into the distance, hiding from God as we are all prone to do, lost in some godless endeavors. But we all need a love that comes from Jesus that speaks into our hearts. Exactly like this physically paralyzed man here, brought to Jesus, he could have been discouraged in the heart for many reasons. There was no telling to there's no telling of the cause. He could have been paralyzed for medical reason, for maybe it's an accident, or maybe it's his own fault. What matters most is that he is with him, as a son and a daughter would filled with the love from Jesus that comes from the Father in heaven. And that's how from the fatherly love of God, Jesus weaved two simple phrases together. Take heart, son, take heart, be strong there. It does wonders to be cheered on. It does wondrously more when it comes from the love of a father and a mother and from family. To be cheered on is wonderful. Such like Jesus as he called his own son, daughter. The first bark of this healing process in the gospel of Jesus was simply a word from someone to cheer them up just by saying, take heart, like like a tap on the shoulder or to show that someone believes in them or even a warm and hearty meal to fill them up, to put faith in them so that they may put faith in God. Show faith in Jesus through your children by cheering them on in their hearts. At their own pace, they eventually internalize that faith and place it in the Heavenly Father with you. I believe that's exactly what's happening here when Jesus said, Take heart, son, to this paralyzed man. Jesus was putting faith in him, that he in turn can have faith in God. Of course, who has greater faith here? The one who came to be healed, even though 
Jesus saw their faith, but the Savior had greater faith. He had faith to give. Oh, Lord, you are mighty indeed to give this man faith that he may, ha- that he may trust in you. The love of a parent that brings the gospel to loved ones and families is such a love that will quickly and randomly cheers on sons and daughters. And then after affirming such incredible treasures by calling him son, cheering him on in the heart, and let the heart beat strong like a loud marching drum. Then and finally then, Jesus says to him, Your sins are forgiven. Take heart, son or daughter, your sins are forgiven. Jesus does not allow sons or daughters or family members of God's household to live in guilt or remain living in guilt. He wouldn't allow it. The godly love of a parent is a love that is ready to forgive. As Jesus randomly forgives this paralyzed man, the love of a parent that is there can be such a heroic love, always ready to forgive. And yet the love of a parent is not invulnerable, yes, most invulnerable even, to heartbreaks and heartaches of every kind. When sons and daughters are hurt, parents feel their own flesh and blood are hurt themselves, whether in body or in the heart. When sons and daughters are sick, parents sometimes even wish rather they become sick in their place. When sons and daughters make mistakes, they reap consequences from folly or recklessness. Parents ought to trust in God more than anyone or anything. Lean on wisdom from above rather than the world around for sons and daughters to mature so that they can turn around from their ways wisely. And that's why parents forgive with the hope that they will mature in Christ. And Jesus came to receive such a daughter or a son readily and say, Take heart, son, daughter, your sins are forgiven. That's the kind of family love that is in the word of Jesus ready to forgive for such a son and daughter of God who is always maturing and turned away to Jesus. This is the kind of hope and love that carries us to forgive and forgive and forgive again and again and again. Had it be 70 times of seven times to forgive until a son and a daughter turns around from mistakes and turn to Jesus with such a patience to forgive and to hope patiently and to teach patiently. This is the kind of love that honors God in a family for sons and daughters. The bigger the trouble, the greater the love of God. In my picture, Jesus would have been very patient. Jesus waited very patiently as this paralyzed man was being carried by several people at once. The whole process was probably awkward, making a fuss or maybe causing a scene when everyone's looking on, toppling things everywhere as they come in with a paralyzed man on a mat. Oh, don't mind breaking that vase, that vase. It didn't look good anyway. Oh, the carpet was ruined by the mud you carried in with your shoes or sandals. That's okay. It needed a wash anyway. Take the time you need. Take the time you need getting here as long as you're getting here. Jesus waits patiently, ready to forgive. That's the love that Jesus shows when he said, take heart, son, daughter, your sins are forgiven. That's the love of a parent and the love of a family, patiently ready to forgive. Perhaps that is a process some of us will come through to Jesus, through families, to the love of our Father in heaven. 
the love of a parent is not invulnerable to heartbreaks, but where there is the love of a parent and family, filled from the love of the Father through Jesus, it is invincible to resignation. The love of a parent and family that is rooted in Jesus and the Father in heaven is invincible to resignation, never giving up, always forgiving and by faith, not in vain because of God. Because we know that Jesus has loved us first. And so this is what Jesus said. Take heart. Be strong there. Sons, daughters, your sins are forgiven. That's a word we can receive as sons and daughters, even as fathers, mothers, uncles, aunties, grandpas, grandmas, cousins, relatives even. And that's a word from Jesus that we can receive. Father, I thank you for your word. What you have spoken, what you have said means so much. Lord, I thank you for your faithfulness over families as you call each of us to be your son and daughter. Lord, we pray for every son and daughter and family to turn to you, to draw from you your love that we may love in our families as well. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. Mm-hmm.